0: This episode was created on unceded Coast Salish territories of the Lekwungen and Wissanik people. CFUV has been around for over 30 years. In that time, we have worked with many radio hosts, all with their own unique experiences and stories. I'm setting out to find how CFUV has affected its community and to get an inside story on CFUV's DJs. I'm Max Monday, and this is Behind the Mic. I'm interviewing Linda Sjostrom today of Garden City Jukebox. How are you
1: doing? Good. How about you?
0: I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Before her time as a CFUV radio host, Linda spent time volunteering at a news station in Minneapolis, When she came to CFUV, she only expected to help with backroom work.
1: Yeah, I had worked with different nonprofit media sources before, so I knew the amount of work that staff has to put in and A lot of times they might have these big ideas of what they want to accomplish, but they have no time to work on those goals since they're busy focusing on the day-to-day. So I was thinking maybe I could just help out with that and maybe do a little bit of interviewing or on-air work that way without having my own show.
0: So you wanted to more so do interviews with people instead of um, playing music?
1: Yeah, that's where my background was, was in news. So... I was a lot more comfortable with it, and I didn't really think I had any expertise or, you know, any particularly good taste in music, so.
0: She definitely didn't expect to host a music show, but she dove into unfamiliar territory with her show, Garden City Jukebox.
1: No, actually, it was just based on what the station needed at the time. I started volunteering here and got on-air trained and everything and was helping out in the background off-air and had done a little bit of uh, interviewing for radio with CFUV and was kind of talking about maybe getting like a biweekly news show, something like that, and Johnny, the program director here, was like, you know, you should think about doing a music show because they had openings at the time and nobody to fill the space. And, you know, most of the programs at CFUV, maybe not most, but a lot are music programs, and it's just what they needed and decided to try it out.
0: you didn't really have, I use air quotes, good music (laughs) taste. But yeah, how how did you find your music? What did you do?
1: I stressed about it for a while. You know, that first time you throw your own musical taste out there, I was, I think I was a little worried, like, what if people aren't into what I'm into? Uh, What if It's not good enough. What if people start to wonder why I even have a music show with what I'm listening to? But I did pull things from my own collection, like kind of old favorites that I didn't think would throw people off too much. And then I just did a lot of combing through the music list that CFUV sends out to its members about Mm -hmm. new releases and tried to find local music because I thought that that would be a good way to start. Uh, Just starting right on the island and sharing that music with the listeners.
0: With her focus being on local music, Linda was immersing herself into the local music scene by means of CFUV's library. She noticed herself going to more concerts than ever before.
1: I don't go to as many shows as I would like to. That's one thing that I need to work on. But uh, it absolutely helped alert me to what was out there. And I've gone to shows because of it. So discovering uh, the Mance through CFUV, really fun band. So I saw that they were doing a show, and of course that uh, brought me there. You know, And I dragged a bunch of friends, and uh, we all had a great time. And yeah, there are local bands like The Hex and uh, Cleopatra and the Nile. They're all bands that I had heard first at CFUB and then uh, eagerly sought out shows for.
0: Here is Fuzz from Planet X by The Mance. How has being a CFUB DJ changed the way that you interact with the Victorian music scene?
1: I think... I'm more in tune with the music scene here than I was, say, in St. Paul, because I'm always keeping an ear out for new bands in town so I can share them on my show, Um, and also just because it's fun to go out and see them. So I think I listen now maybe more closely than I would have if I were just listening before I had been on the radio as a music host.
0: How do people react when they find out you're a CFEV DJ?
1: <laughs> They're usually surprised. I had one friend who was like, what? You're a DJ? I had no idea you were so legit, <laughs> which made me laugh a lot because so, I liked that response. I think a lot of people don't know how easy it is to get involved here, so you know, it kind of piques their interest when they find out somebody's on the radio, which is great because a lot of times it leads into conversations about how they can also get involved if they want to. So...
0: Linda sometimes uncovers new music that has never been played before on the radio.
1: There is a local musician in town uh, named Jay Davis, and I had found out about his music through Twitter. He just started following the show, so I was like, oh, here's the local artist, I'm going to listen to his music. And I decided to give it a spin on Garden City Jukebox, and I let his uh, manager know that, you know, hey, just so you know, I'm going to play this track on my show today and his manager then went and let the artist know and he went to where he worked I think he works in like a hardware store I want to say and filmed him hearing his song and later I got a chance to see it and you see this artist Jay just sitting there very quietly kind of contemplating And his manager says, hey, you know, that's your song on the radio right now. And the artist was just blown away. And he's like, yeah, I I never thought I would hear my music on the radio ever. And being able to see that reaction was really a cool moment because I think it's easy to just kind of play it and not think about the reaction on the other side for the artists who are actually putting in the work to making these songs.
0: This song is by Jay Davis. The track is called Release Me. I'm blessed. I'm tainted. Am I, Can I be... Have you ever had other artists say, hey, Linda, you are the first person that ever played my song?
1: Yeah, I, I have. And sometimes it surprises me because it's great work, too. So sometimes when I hear that, You know, people say, Oh, you were the first person who's played my music on the radio. It's like, Oh, really? (laughs) I could have, you know, I would have just thought that you had already heard it. So it's a good perspective Mm -hmm. to keep that in mind. I like to give local artists a heads up, maybe tag them on social media or whatever when I'm going to play them or when I have played them. It's because I think sometimes they don't realize that they haven't maybe had that exposure yet.
0: Having local organizations as guest hosts is another way that Linda supports her community. Just a pair of shades to
1: see a eye.
0: What was the most rewarding interview you've ever had with a guest host?
1: Uh, the most rewarding one may have actually been for one of the interviews I did for a different show. So oh, I yeah. subbed in for Women on Air, which is uh, It's kind of a community affairs show here at CFUV, Mm -hmm. and I did an interview with two different sets of people um, that really had an impact on me. One was uh, the Hollaback organization, which works to help combat um, sexual harassment on streets, and that was really rewarding to get a chance to kind of highlight the great work that they're doing I also did an interview with somebody who works for an organization that tries to give expectant parents resources if they're struggling with maybe addiction or you know other issues like that, I try to help give them a leg up so they're not starting out with nobody to help them in in an especially difficult situation. So okay. sweet. Yeah. those are
0: two very um very poignant. Uh, things to talk about on the radio. Why do you think it's important for CFUV to have programs that invite uh, invite Hullaback and uh, those organizations to us uh, to come talk?
1: I think that one reason why it's really important is because a lot of people just don't know those resources are out there. so it helps give the organization's exposure and also helps listeners learn a little bit more about them. You maybe if they've even considered an organization like that as a place to help them. Maybe they want to learn more about it and they don't necessarily want to ask the questions or they don't know what questions they can ask. So I think it's a good way to connect people who are doing really great work but maybe don't have time to get out and do the outreach that they'd like to do with people who could really benefit from knowing about them.
0: How do you as a CFUV DJ contribute to community artists?
1: I do try to play as many local artists as I can. You know, even if it's something that you know I've never heard before. If I'm scrolling down through the lists and see, you know, a little marker that this is a local artist, I always give them a listen, even if it's outside of a genre that I typically venture into. Uh, because I think sometimes genres can be a little misleading and maybe you're depriving yourself of a artist that you could really love if you give yourself the chance to check them out. So definitely playing them on the show and also promoting shows, promoting events that they're doing, or you know maybe events that they're putting on outside the, the scope of music, if that makes sense, too. So yeah. sometimes... Musicians will also be visual artists and kind of highlighting galleries or things that they're involved in. So I just try to let people know what they're doing and what they're making. And I think I usually once people know that, then they kind of take it from there and quickly follow these artists. So...
0: Linda uses Garden City Jukebox (NCFUV) as a tool to connect her listeners with local musicians and organizations. She does a great job in shining a spotlight on grassroots organizations and in showcasing hardworking, independent artists that deserve to have their music heard. This last track by local band Cleopatra and the Nile is called Forest Pop. This episode of Behind the Mic featured an interview with Linda Sjostrom, host of Garden City Jukebox, which airs on Wednesdays from 2 to 3.30. For more episodes of Behind the Mic, visit SoundCloud.com C-F-U-V.